Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cast of Color, where a diverse group of creatives talk everything film, television, and entertainment. Hi. I am Gerardo. I'm here with John Carter. Hey. And Joe. What up, what up? So today we're going to be talking about the Oscars. We're going to be talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier, which has a different name now. And Invincible, episode seven. Seven. Seven, seven type. Eight. Yeah. The penultimate episode of the season. <laughs> penultimate. So I guess we'll just jump right into the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. The Nomadland, uh, which which we all enjoyed. Uh, I think, I think uh, Joe, did you give that one a perfect rating? I think I did give it a five out of five. Yeah. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. It got um, best picture. Yes. Best director uh, and best uh, leading actress. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot Frances McDormand got that one. Yeah, which is. Yeah, so it went three for six, three for six type. Three yeah. for six type. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy that she, uh, Frances McDormand, uh, won because uh, it was her, her idea. You know, she's the one that, that bought the rights to the, the book right. to be made into a movie. And she it was her baby as much as it was Chloe's house. So that's it's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah, because Chloe's awesome. getting a, a lot of love for for this. And is this Frances' third Oscar? Is, is it her? Yeah, I believe it's so. Third. Yeah, it's yeah. like a third Oscar, man. She's yeah, that, that's really cool did, to know uh, she was part of the entire process. And Fargo, right? Right. That is correct. Yeah. And yeah, my, my thing with the Oscars and Joe and I were talking about it a little bit. You know, Chloe Zhao gave a really cool speech and everything, and I think that should have been the fucking last thing to end the Oscars, you know, just yeah, the, the switching. Different. Yeah, bro, like the switching. Normally, best picture. It's cool when best picture ends the show because you have the uh, the cast on stage. Everyone's celebrating. It's this big momentous moment, and that's like a good way to end a show. But this time, it's like we're going to switch it up. We're going to end with, you know, best actor. And the winner of that, Anthony Hopkins, the boy was wasn't even present. He's in Wales, you know what I mean. Yeah, and so it's just you got travel restrictions. He couldn't even right. Well, yeah, but the idea here was that the the producers kind of gambled on it. They they did yes. that on purpose just because they assumed that it was going to go to Chadwick, yes, for best actor, which I thought was going to happen too. It was like once because I was watching the show live, and then once I once they said like, oh, uh, best picture. I'm announced next best picture winner. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, then, it's a gamble and it's a calculated one too. That's what I'm saying, Joe. Like it wasn't by accident the same year Chad dies. They and and not only that he dies, but that he's he's been earning accolades for his role in Ma Rainey's Black Black Bottom. And yeah, I thought, yeah, I, yeah I so that, it was just uh, just weird. I'm like, why? I'm like, why the I switch? He, I, yeah, I thought he was gonna win, but I did I, I did want it to go to Riz Ahmed. I'm being honest. Oh, nice. I, I really, I, you know, so like, uh, you know, I expected Chadwick to win it. I wanted Riz to win it. And it was just a complete curveball that Anthony Hopkins won. It was. Yeah, no, it's like it, the the switch just felt so distasteful after that. Yes. Yes. It's just like it, it, it wasn't going to go to Chad. And then it's like, oh, well, then I would honestly rather have seen anybody else take it you know <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah. who can take away from options. from yeah that's what i'm saying like who can take away from the boy and i was telling joe earlier that yeah. i've started uh, a little less than halfway through the father and I, I judged the father i thought it was i just thought it was 
about something religious. So automatically I didn't want to, I wasn't, I didn't want to watch it, but Allie texted me. She's like, we're watching this movie because she's big on uh, dementia and things like that. And yeah. this movie is along those lines. Um, so it's hard to dispute his performance. I'm just like, the switch was just fucking, it fell flat. Yeah, no, there's yeah. there's no yeah. disrespect to Anthony Hopkins. You know what I mean? Not that's, at all. That's, that's what a lot of people are doing. They're like, fuck you, Anthony Hopkins. It's like, no, no. Right. You didn't, you didn't yeah. do any of this shit. What are you? What? They should have, yeah. They Lay off Anthony Hopkins. It, yeah. They should have put it a few a few spaces back and it would have been fine. People mm-hmm. would have still been mad that Chadwick didn't win it. But it's like, you know, uh, I, I have been hearing, like you said, that his role in The Father is actually really, really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I can't fucking wait to finish. Once I finish that movie, I'm going to give you all my Amazon Prime login so you can watch <laughs> it too. But yeah, bro, that, that was my only quarrel with it because even Joaquin Phoenix, when he was announcing it, looked like he didn't fucking want to be there. And it's like he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Like he already knew. He was like, oh, th- this is not going to go over well. And he had and, to accept and, it, right? On on uh, Anthony Hopkins' part, he had to accept it for him. Yeah, he's like, the Academy accepts this reward on his behalf or some shit like that. <laughs> Get off the stage. Get off the fucking stage. <laughs> and, you know, um, Olivia Coleman was supposed to accept it, but they were trying to end the show. And <laughs> wow, I guess I guess one of the one of the executive producers or whatever at ABC um, he was like, oh, yeah, it was a calculated risk. But at the end of the day, it worked because it got everybody talking about it. And like, OK, I guess like but we did still, this was like the lowest Oscar, lowest Oscar ratings ever, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was under under 10 million viewers. And um, which is I think it was somewhere around like a 60 percent drop off from last year. So I'm like, damn, like during pandemic times. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like there just needs to be more. I don't know. There needs to be younger voices behind some of the Oscar going. Oh, definitely, up. definitely. We, you know, we, I'm, do you guys feel that? I feel like the way they market it and well, the way it's presented. About, that's how I feel it, about everything, dude. Like, the, bro, like the government. Like, why, why are, why are, why in the government, the, the Academy, the Oscars, everything? Why are they, all these old people in charge of like these my, current things? Like, right, very current, and it, you can feel it when they make stupid decisions like this switch up. It's just like. Who who the fuck is up there making those dumb decisions? But yeah, that's besides that, they did all they could for these Oscars. Um, I'll be honest with you. When I watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and I watched Chadwick's uh, performance, I, I thought it was great, but it was a competitive category. So um, yeah, that's besides that, it was cool to see No Man Land do its thing. I don't really have much else for the Oscars. So. And of course, uh, best sound like I was yeah. like, I was like, thank you. Thank you. You know, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So so what, what, what is interesting about this year is that they they split up the sound. So sound category used to be uh sound mixing and sound editing, like right. two different things. And this year they just made it sound, which uh you know streamlines it for mainstream people, but I know it's it, it is a completely different those are two completely different things, you know what I mean? Right. I remember sound mixing. I think Transformers was nominated one year. Oh no, it might have been nominated for sound mixing one year, but yeah, because um, mixing and editing are different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just thought that was an interesting tidbit from from this year. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you guys want to move on to uh the Black Falcon and White Winter Soldier? And white winter soldier, <laughs> the finale type. The finale. They they you know they really dug into the black falcon thing this episode. Man, feel- that's the black falcon. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's like, no, that's Captain America. Okay, so I'm like, nice assumption, asshole. Nice assumption. <laughs> I guess we'll just start from uh from the beginning where 
there's a big attack going on in New York. So, dude, it must uh, suck. It sucks to live in New York. <laughs> yeah, like, it must suck to be in the, live in New York in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just like a regular ass citizen. The dude, hub. Like, the, city's, yeah. the city's always under attack. It's like, God, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And it's like, move to the suburbs type shit. The burbs. Like, and then this is, if since they said it in New York, it's like, where, you know, are the other heroes? heroes they, they, <laughs> yeah yeah straight like, up it's this huge event it's new york it looks like a pretty big terrorist event like they're holding the people of the world council whatever hostage it could have been a different city i feel yeah they could have made yeah because new york is kind of big right so anyways uh we get uh, our first glimpse right away of the of the new captain america outfit um yeah, yeah let's judge it right now i think yeah. so garbage i don't care i don't care if it's comic accurate that's fine that it's yeah. comic accurate and i get that but it just live action it looks terrible you it can do really comic looks accurate awful. and and not fucking awful you know what i mean like yeah man do some inspirational type shit but i just I, that was the box he fucking opened at the end of the other episode that's that's it right. that's the costume like, like it's like Wakanda made that. They 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 just sew that together. Is there vibranium in that? Or yeah. What the fuck? There has to be. Yeah. There like, there probably right? has to be. It's like what's going on here? Like I wish we could have gotten a little explanation to that. We see um, you know, we see Sam um using the wings, using the shield. I guess uh, it's the the action looked all right. I feel like this episode like was a lot of shots of people walking down hallways and into trucks and out of trucks and there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of shots like that splitting up the action that i noticed like right away where i was like okay falcon is fighting these guys oh now these people are just running down the stairs just <laughs> falcon fighting like another guy then oh these people walking down the stairs again it, it was a lot of it split up like that you know what i mean which yeah yeah kind of it, it was certain moments just felt like different there are so many parts of this one episode that felt like different episodes. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. It was- I, yeah, I, and and you know, I said it at the beginning of the season, but I feel like this could have been a movie. Yeah, like, probably. A- oh, yeah, I agree. Episode, a movie. Yeah, th- like after this episode, I'm like, man, they could have streamlined it and made it into a pretty good movie. I think I feel I feel it would have been a good introduction to the character and everything like that. Yeah, and. I don't know about you guys, but it's just John Walker in this. I was kind of thrown from like where he was in the last episode into this one, and really, kind of how we. So, yeah, so so later, so halfway through the episode, we get John Walker choosing instead of killing Carly, he chooses to save a van full of people. I, I like garbage that. shield. Yeah, <laughs> his garbage shield throws. Dude, it you can even it. even even the sound of it, dude, was hilarious. Yeah, he was it was just, just like janky ass metal. <laughs> the thing is, literally just just to i guess to block him from getting hit <laughs> once yeah it's a one shot thing <laughs> and just like a like a projectile to try to throw at people i guess something I to throw <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah like i mean i like that john walker thing where he chooses to save the the little redemption thing with john walker which i felt they were gonna do the whole you know like i felt like it was going that direction because that i mentioned that like you know in his first appearance that i liked him and like mm-hmm. They try to make you not like him <laughs> like and but they they keep the seeds there i think for this moment where he saves the the people instead of yeah. killing carly i don't i liked it and um 
at the end of the episode, we do see his uh, U.S. agent outfit. What'd you guys think about that one? I thought it it's looked dope. pretty cool. It's dope. It's yeah. comic accurate, and it's yeah, and it's it, it looks good. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and he looks good in it. Like this one, like obviously, like they made that first costume to fit him awful, so people would hate him and say he looks goofy. But uh, in this one, like he, he he looks really good in the um in the U.S. agent outfit. Like he looks like a superhero. Looks tight. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah the black. The, it it looks it looks sleek. It looks dope. Yeah. So, so it looks like we're gonna get some type of uh either Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. I think I think it's headed more towards a Thunderbolts thing because we got people going to the raft, which is uh where Thunderbolt Ross, uh from yes yes. Th- Thunderbolt <laughs> Ross, the Hulk general. <laughs> the Red Hulk in the in the comic books. He has his own team of like Suicide Squad type team pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I think Zemo could be a part of that abomination. Uh, you know, US agent. It feels like a kind of headed in that direction. Yeah, there's quite a few villains in the raft. Yeah, just think about all the villains who have been sent there from the collection of uh MCU movies. <laughs> that's where that's where uh that's where the adventures were held. The the yeah. Exactly, civil war, yeah. war. Ant Man and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, so um, so I like all, I, I, so I, I, I enjoyed the John Walker stuff, and I'm glad that we're gonna see more of him in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they didn't just kill him off, and I thought they were going to honestly. Yeah, I like that he works together with with Bucky and Sam throughout the episode. It's like yes, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Yeah, I think that yeah, moment but, was yeah. was overdue and. It was more so him just popping up on the scene. I was like, "Oh, John Walker, there he is." And what I uh, what I didn't like about that part was like they just had Sam do everything. Sam didn't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's like, oh, it's for story. Uh, they gotta let him shine, you know. <laughs> John Walker <laughs> fails to get the truck up. Uh, have Sam completely save that truck with his wing strength. With I guess jetpack and wing right? strength. Baby. I was like, he's still <laughs> holding that with his arms. That's still like why? Wh- oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right there. Yeah, that was cool. You know, him. The, the jet is able... strong. The jet is very strong. The jet yeah. has to be so damn strong <laughs> that it can lift tons of fucking weight. We but, see him. Uh, yeah. yeah, we see Sam rescue someone who uses his wings like as a big shield type dome yeah. thing. That was cool, I guess. It's yeah, no, oh, I, yeah, that... I, I did like that. Yeah, I, I like the I just, shield. I, I like how he utilizes the wings, the jetpack. And the shield altogether. Like, Absolutely. Like the, char- like the charge he does. Like yeah, yeah, the charge, the, the jetpack charge. And yeah, when that helicopter as, was crashing. Strong, just, so yeah. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. It's dope. It's he, like it makes up it makes up for his lack in like actual like physical strength versus like a like a super soldier or something. Which he has to have because he's com- yeah. he's going against these guys all the time. He has to have some kind of things to help yeah. him out because this makes these, me think that yeah. they might buff fucking hawkeye too then in the give him a buff <laughs> yeah they might give him a buff in the in the hawkeye show if they're making non uh it looks like they're just going balls to the wall now like all the non uh meta humans are still going to be pretty peak strong because it started off pretty quaintly you know with like uh with um black widow at first where yeah she, you know she was not very over overpowered and now like we have like those just normal type people getting stronger every every entry in the MCU, which is cool, you know. But it is, uh, it is, because they go from they escalate from fighting henchmen in a hallway to fighting aliens with no powers. You know, what I mean, with no I mean, superpowers themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's straight up fighting super soldiers in the show. Yeah, we get um an end to Bucky's arc, which was like it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. It was. 
I, I, you know, at the end of the show, uh, they, they, you know, we get the new credits and it says Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and I'm like, oh man, that sucks for Bucky, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I Malcolm Spellman was just out here talking about how, um, that like he's like pretty much just doing interviews now, just talking about the show and the show's future or whatever. And one of the things that he said was like, for one, there's a couple storylines that were cut out, but another one mm-hmm. of the things is that, um like Captain America and the White Wolf, the ending title card, like that was an option. And then they just cut it at the last minute or something. I was like, wow, you guys missed out. Like that would have been yeah. good, you know? Yeah, they did, yeah. But and he's also, also he was also talking about Bucky's story, pretty much saying like, okay, by the end of this show, he is no longer the Winter Soldier. So, you know, they should start referring to him as White Wolf. Right. Like, <laughs> Make it, it official. It, yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, boo-hoo, you had to cut shit out. Well, it's like, it's like we're not i'm i'm tired of the I'm, i feel like directors just keep doing that now it's like yes they studios have been meddling lately with cutting stuff out but at the same time it's like man i'm just tired of these like because because then we get like a whole nother group of people like uh release the unseen footage because of the snyder cut it's just not, <laughs> it's not people bold you know yeah yeah uh so we get the end to the the flag smasher story kind of uh carly Carly dies. Uh, she gets killed by um no, the power broker. Power broker who is Sharon Carter, which we we called that, right? <laughs> I think we did, so- and I thought it was fucking lame. But the only so um, it was lame as fuck. But the only reason why I could be into this is if she is a scroll. If she ends up being yes, a scroll, yes. then that could be cool. Yes, that could be cool. Yeah, that that's yes, yes. That's- if she's a regular person just trying to clear her name and she's angry about some shit. <laughs> like- yeah, but if she's a scroll trying to like power or whatever you know scrolls oh yeah <laughs> that'll be cool. yeah it's, like be like cool. planting the seeds for a secret invasion that could be exactly that could be cool yeah that now um when carly dies it's supposed to be this big moment and i, I, I didn't feel bad at all she was pretty awful person throughout the series yeah i guess another thing that supposedly got cut out is i guess we were supposed to get more on the flag smashers but yeah i think their i think their storyline was probably more tied in with uh that guy Joaquin Torres, because we we right. don't even see him. That makes sense. Even see oh yeah, he That's gets the, he gets the wings like the last last episode, right? He gets the broken wings, and then we don't even get a the, any wrap up with that character. I feel like his arc might have been more tied into with the Flag Smashers, because at the beginning he's the one investigating them. I thought that was yeah. He he found them. He he brought them to fucking Sam's attention. Yeah, I thought you that know? was going to be a whole B plot. He was really investigating that shit, you know yeah damn such a shame <laughs> yeah no i mean he uh yeah i love the little nod when when sam left him the wings a couple episodes ago he was like oh you could keep them <laughs> yeah it's like well uh would i think that would have been cool if we saw something with him or you know uh but it's fine so you guys want to talk about that captain america speech his uh sam's yes. first captain america speech? yes here let me let me go first um <laughs> <laughs> So this cap speech for one. Okay. What I thought was pretty cool before the cap speech starts is um, because, you know, I think we just mentioned that Sam and Carly just finished fighting and then power broker kills her, but then he like flies in holding her. I thought it was Mm -hmm. a pretty cool shot. You know, it's just him holding her and the wings are spread. But with the character, I didn't care about. Like I I wish I cared more about her because it was a cool shot and it would have been like, really memorable had a because the whole time i'm like i don't give a fuck about carly I yeah know, i know they set I, it up yeah set it up that way they set it up to where it's easy to not give a fuck about carly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so 
anyway, after he like gives Carly to like the like uh the ER people or the yeah the yeah anyway um <laughs> he gets into his first cap speech is what yes, like yes. that what we've all been referring to Chris um, in the shield yeah and he's like are you guys still resetting the borders you doing this that and the other like you need to stop using t- like terms like terrorist thug all that good stuff you know mm-hmm. and I'll say this the me- I think the message is fine. Of course, you know, it's, it's fine to like bring that stuff up, but just the dialogue and the way it's written is kind of like the way they went about this. Like, I think from my perspective, I think that they made it kind of just more understandable for kids to kind of get, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but the thing about it is that like, they kind of, it kind of just seemed like they listened to like every like activist that was like speaking up about stuff. <laughs> and they took like, they pretty much took like every activist headline and tossed it into this dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. That, that's what I'm saying. It, it was very Disney, not very <laughs> nuanced at all. Just. Well, it, it, it was Disney. It, it was so it's like Disney being like, okay, now it's safe for us to say some of this stuff, but. We won't go too deep into it, but right, right. They've always been safe with that. They've always yeah. been safe when it comes to to especially black characters. They always play it safe. They're like, we're going to check that box. We're woke now. You know what I mean? And here's a little yeah. proof of that with black Captain America. And the speech was just I get the message, but it was nothing special by any means. And yeah. Yeah, he's preaching black- to these to these senators and shit. And it's <laughs> these fucking senators. <laughs> Like, like, what do you expect? Things things will just happen overnight. <laughs> you you well, just don't yeah. understand. And even that part, they're like, they just tried like they did. Like, I feel like this conversation could have been written better with like better rebuttals and all this stuff. But they just did like the corniest. They made the like, senator. Yeah, they made, they made the just, senator so sound stupid. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, he's like, what you're telling me that the terrorists are are actually people. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's like, come on. Yeah, that speech was it was you gotta step up. You and it's a whole council. Better. It's like a whole council, too. It's like it's like a lot of people. It's like a whole organization, and all none of them thought of none of them, you know, like none of them thought this way. All of them literally were just well, it's the you know, it's it seems so uh right, right. It, it seems I mean, there's not one person amongst yeah. all those people who would have stood up and, and said the right thing. Yeah, it's yeah. But you mentioned uh, Black Captain America, so we get a nice little scene in the uh, Captain America Museum where uh, yes. Sam opened up an Isaiah Bradley wing. He had an Isaiah Bradley wing made, which uh, yeah, it was a, it was a sweet little yeah. Moment. I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, that was yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was cool, and um, yeah, that's a uh, almost a- makes you feel like that they're setting up like a like an Isaiah Bradley spinoff down, down for like a prequel if they they can cast fucking i don't know just hodge or something as mm-hmm. isaiah mm-hmm. Brad, young isaiah bradley that'll yeah. be cool to see a young young isaiah bradley i feel like they're setting up the character and and there's enough uh, i feel like after this maybe some people will go read the graphic novel it's called uh truth red white and black mm-hmm. right yeah yeah that, that i heard that that's a it's a pretty good Captain America story. I see that nice. uh, the sales have gone up in that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Bradley story. That's so cool, maybe, man. Uh, maybe they'll, they'll go into it in, in the future. But uh, yeah, it's cool. The Isaiah Bradley character came around to being like, you know what? Yeah, Captain America can be a good symbol. And Steve Rogers is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what it's really all about. It's that 
that character. And yes. Isn't it cool kind of how we're seeing that in a lot of these storytelling, we're seeing that a lot of superheroes, the, the actual person is becoming not as important as, you know, the, what they stand for, whether it's Superman and a different version of Superman or Captain America, another version of Cap or I mean, I, I just it, it, I feel like there are more writers who are starting yeah. to do that now, starting to give more interpretations to these entities you know what i mean it's not just steve yeah. rogers whose cap is also i mean they, they've been doing that in the comics since forever they're just exactly like, exactly and i feel like people are just now seeing on the big screen they're like oh man this is these characters were here before and it's like yeah they've, they've probably been here for a while you know yeah. so it's like uh yeah they're trying to take risks which is cool and sometimes it doesn't pay off but i mean it's not that i don't like sam wilson as captain america it's just that i don't like the costume <laughs> yeah yeah no there's too much there's too much there's too much white going on dude. i think so. i think i i think i think it's the it, it's all in the headpiece like i think yeah even the, oh, headpiece, the headpiece is annoying too yeah, yeah man it's like the way it's connected behind his ears and i'm like oh, yeah. i don't know how i feel they, about they, should, put I, some, they should yeah they should just close it up honestly like it, yeah. it looks <laughs> I think it honestly it it looks cool on Invincible. I I just thought about this like Invincible and Sam have the exact same headgear. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they, they have the ears poking out and the wow. weird goggles, and it's um, like it, it works in animation, you know, just because yeah. it, it I don't know it, it looks right in animation. It translates like, right. Well, yeah. I just I just think that Marvel hasn't set up the world to have this costume, uh, oh, yeah. because they fucked up so early on trying to make everything realistic with some with certain characters like mm. sam remember sam's first appearance he was just cargo pants and a shirt yeah straight up oh, yeah. and winter soldier and then once he lost his wings he like literally once he lost his wings in that movie he looked like a regular guy just walking around <laughs> he was just he's in like, the out, air cap. force right he was just an air force guy yeah, he's like an air force guy <laughs> yeah it's, it's like um so i feel like it just feels like a really big like they haven't set up the world to to have these types of costumes you know <laughs> but right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you know, it's also maybe that's the TV budget. Maybe in a movie, it'll look way better. Sure. I mean, dude, I, and I'll say this: like, even in um, the first Avengers movie, I wasn't big on Steve Rogers' Captain America suit in that one. They oh, wow. just pre- it looked yeah. terrible. Like they, yeah, the first they progressively got yeah, they progressively got better. So I think, like you know, noticeably, yeah, yeah. But the, they, the they first will... Avenger one was sick though. The first, oh yeah, the first Avenger, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, the World War II outfit. That one was. Yeah, yeah, that that one was cool. But then the the weird one was in the first Avenger. Yeah, <laughs> it was all twenty twelve. Yeah, the twenty twelve they... Avengers. That one looked fucking lame. They, I mean, they did. Say, what did they say? Like sometimes we need old school or some shit. <laughs> oh no no no! The uh, Steve says, uh, "Aren't aren't the stars and stripes a little old fashioned?" And then Agent Coulson's like, "These days we need a little old fashioned." <laughs> <laughs> These days everything going on, world could use a little old fashioned. Yeah, uh... Can we? <laughs> I don't know if we can. So that's uh, so out of um. Oh yeah, and then we get we then we get Bucky hanging out with Sam's family, and it's nice and it's cute. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sam and I, Bucky uh, get happy endings. That's that's the only good thing about it. It's it's, it's a happy ending for now. Yeah. Yeah. For mm-hmm. now, I want Bucky to just have a happy ending. Like maybe within the next couple movie. Like I I still want him to be there for a, a, a while, but. I do hope he gets a happy ending. I hope they eventually close a chapter on Winter Soldier. That boy needs to just. It just feels so yeah. bad for him in the show. I know. I know. He, he's he's trying. sucks for him. Yeah. He, he comes. He admits to the the older gentleman about his son and everything. Yeah. He, right. Whatever. They just and then they're just they're just not friends afterwards. That's that sucks. Yeah. I want Bucky to be happy, bro. And the, yeah. Yeah. I, 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's why you get him with, we get him at the cookout. He got, <laughs> he got invited to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> like he got invited to the cookout. And, uh, John, I don't know if you know, but it's a huge honor <laughs> to be invited <laughs> to the cookout. <laughs> oh, man. All the memes on it. Look at white boy Bucky. That's hilarious. I like seeing got Bucky. invited to the book. <laughs> I like seeing Bucky as a regular person, like interacting with kids as a regular person. Like the kids are hanging. And he has from the his, arm out now. He his, just his arm out. out. Yeah. That's, oh, that's and cool. I love that scene too, just because like he has the arm out, but he's also like talking to Sarah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's Sam's so dope. <laughs> Him and Sarah, that shit's so funny. Like it's such a funny. That was my favorite part of like the last episode is uh, Bucky flirting with uh, Sam's sister yeah <laughs> it's just so it's just so funny uh so out of uh five five captain americas how many captain americas do you give captain america and the winter soldier uh the, the no, series, series or the episode the series as a whole the series oh series as a whole i'm gonna go with a i'll go with a 3.5 nice yeah 3.5 for me for the entire series i'm a yeah I'll 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 bump it up. I'll do like three seven. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. a little little inch. Nice. So yeah, I'm gonna also give it a three point five. Captain nice. America and the Winter Soldier is a series which plays it safe, but also has great moments. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. Yeah. With like the last the last two Disney Plus shows for the MCU, they both have like just one episode, which like fucking knocks it out of the park but then yes it, it doesn't have a a strong finish yeah they it has a really safe finish elements yeah, yeah yes that's that's the thing at the end it always kind of feels inconsequential uh, i mean wandavision more so than this one but this one still feels like not much has happened <laughs> right it was like a, you know i feel like it could i feel like it could have been a great movie honestly but you know uh it looks like we're gonna get a captain america 4 is gonna be the sequel to this though it looks like right they right. announced it on the same day that the yeah they announced it right on the Friday the yeah series. literally like like uh like later that afternoon they announced it oh yeah, yeah no no time wasted on that one that'll be that'll be ah. cool higher stakes little Hydra yeah. I'm sure yeah so that's uh that's Captain America and the Winter Soldier solid three and a half three point seven three and a half so cool 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 Easy. we're gonna get into the penultimate episode of Invincible yeah yeah Kamea. <laughs> the girl Does she mind the spoilers <laughs> does she mind spoilers <laughs> so episode seven yes my gosh this so interestingly enough none of the stuff in episode seven happened in the comic books they really uh really not at all yeah that's amazing so, yeah that's so cool episode seven for the listeners it's a uh it's omni man it's basically go- going through a gauntlet to talk to mark <laughs> he is going mm-hmm. through the american gladiator i mean <laughs> cecil the dude cecil who is in charge of whatever the organization yeah. he is throwing everything at omni man and it's, i really like cecil in this episode to be honest with you i, I like cecil all around dead. man he's yeah. he's that guy who has to make those decisions because no one else is the mom says like this is why i've always hated you he's like i know <laughs> he's like i he's hate like, you I, too. someone has so to make those episode, decisions though yeah. So the episode opens with uh, Omni Man, uh, you know, telling uh, telling his wife to trust him. Whatever he's got to go talk to Mark. You know, he can't find Mark. Comes back home and completely annihilates all these <laughs> secret Those agents. Agents, oh, secret agents oh are getting chopped God. in half. 
Oh. Dude, he just the one he just pushes one through the through a cabinet or whatever. The oh, countertop. No, he, he did, yeah, he just pushes them off the countertop and just splits them in half. <laughs> oh my, Dude, oh my this, god! This series, the, the action in this series is, has to be some of my favorite, man. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah, when he squeezes so, dudes back. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, he. It's he been an honor, up. sir. Donald, <laughs> who the hell are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> Donald, no. <laughs> the honor's been so, mine. <laughs> so, so then we get um you know omni man is basically uh trying to talk to mark we're finally gonna find out why he killed the guardians of the globe mm-hmm. i know but you guys don't so <laughs> mm-hmm. it's torture for me as much as it is for you guys because i thought that it was gonna be like the comic books you know like like i said this doesn't happen like all this stuff that cecil's doing to try to stop him uh also like um nobody nobody's on to omni man in the comic books at this point so yeah they wasted no time with suspicion on omni-man early on in this series which is it's cool um so then we get we got a giant space laser it looked like akira that was beautifully animated bring down oh, yeah. the hammer <laughs> man that was that was really cool too that was like that was dope man that was totally evil superman stuff right there <laughs> oh straight up you wouldn't dare <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then we get uh oh we got the reanimator coming back uh yeah, they, they pushed that up really. Uh, D.A. Sinclair, the guy that made the Reanimand, uh, yep. had him working for the Pentagon really early on this time around. Last time it took a good couple arcs for for that to be revealed. <laughs> yeah, which mm. uh, Gerard, we spoke about this earlier, but shouts to the podcast page, Openly Nerdy Podcast. Oh, yeah, openly nerdy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they they yeah. were just describing like you, like there a lot of the. A lot of the moments and a lot of the pacing is just very different from the yeah. comic books. And and it's cool because, you know, the last few weeks people were saying felt kind of hero of the weekish. But um, I feel like uh, in the comic books, uh, it, it there is heroes of the week. Sometimes it's a fucking comic book. You have arcs, you know, mm-hmm. but I think that they did a really good job in the show of putting them. Um, uh, in here and actually making them amount to something like some of those hero of the week stuff ended up coming in really handy during this episode it absolutely built- right right like with with sinclair and you yeah, know sinclair. those those dead soldiers that he reanimated to take on omni-man who were <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was cool man yeah. they threw everything at omni-man this episode and then we get a we get a cthulhu <laughs> we get we get him fighting cthulhu, cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think wow i never would have thought to call it cthulhu that's hilarious <laughs> yeah we- <laughs> hell mary yeah, it's, it's that was really cool. So while all this is going on, we see what robots up to with the Mahler twins. So we find out that uh, this is it's so crazy. It's in, in the comic books too, uh, and it's almost pretty much it's really. So robot adapted. robot does this in the comics. Yeah, it's it's super faithfully adapted gotcha. actually. Oh wow, that's very cool. Yeah, uh, robot makes the Mahler twins make him a body of uh, of Rex explode. So he's little Rex. He mm-hmm. transfers his consciousness over onto him. And uh, he has, and it's even Rex. It's Rex in the comics as well. Yeah, it's Rex in the little Rex. Yeah, little Rex. Wow. It's so. Yeah. What'd you guys think about that? I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird, and I'm glad they explained it. And then once, (laughs) yeah, once they did, I was like, that's the shit we do for love, I guess. Right? When you're a genius and you have the condition that he does, the robot, and yeah, and I feel like uh, the thing with them is like they, you know, they're both trapped in their bodies. Like they just, like you know, he was trapped in that thing and then she's trapped in her body like you know she's old but <laughs> not, she's cursed with the monster thing you know right so it's cool that uh yeah those characters relate 
So I, I thought it was a cool way to bring him together. And um, yeah, like yeah, I thought, I thought it was super dope as well, just because like just the way it was animated, especially that weird little robot body that thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's so yeah. so creepy to look at, you know. <laughs> like there's oh yeah, where, where it just looks like it's staring like straight into your soul with his one eye that's open. I'm like, damn, this yeah, it's strange. You know, in the comics too, like uh, this happens way later. Like I said in the comics, they're really pushing stuff up, which is really nice. Like the pacing is really good on this show i think mm -hmm. yeah uh it's always uh and yeah that that little thing looks so creepy little little rudy little rudy robot mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, oh creepy as hell yeah like um looks like a little creepy thing the yeah. sequence where he says goodbye to it before he you know euthanizes it pretty much mm -hmm. uh, that, that was really cool you know he, he tells him he could save him they could work together whatever and it's like he's just like nah, just let me die Go oh let me die this that was just, really that was a really good moment actually it was i crazy. think it goes to show he's not just an it's not an evil person it's just a person who wanted uh more of a life and yeah yeah it was it was cool <laughs> and that's always been one of my favorite things with robert kirkman he had like the foresight for a lot of this stuff like you know with with the Mahler twins they always clone themselves and then in the comic books it's like oh he, he you know he helps the Mahler twins escape you're like what the fuck is robot up to you know, and then like <laughs> yeah. makes the body and it's like, wow, everything just ties in together. So right. Perfectly. Like all <laughs> you're going back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that <laughs> we're done, you will go back to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I loved I love the voice actor, how he had like the, the differences between older Rex and younger Rex. Oh, yeah, because that's mm -hmm. all it is. Yeah. And then we have uh, then we have uh, the Mahler twins reviving uh, Immortal. The immortal. That was nuts. I, I was nuts. didn't see that coming. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I was that's like, crazy. oh shit, that's so crazy. Omni Man. <laughs> I was waiting for that moment, and you guys didn't see that coming. But you got to see, uh, his his past and his all that. You got to see his little that was origin. Cool. It was cool. Yeah, no, like, especially just not knowing, like, I'll be honest with you, I did not know his name was Immortal <laughs> until this episode. Yeah. But um, just the fact that they, like, you know, they start calling him Immortal and then they show his past and it's like, oh, he's been around for, like, super long. The boy but, um, is, is Abe Lincoln. Yeah, he's Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe They, they show the him getting shot by John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> right, right, right. Parts of the comic, dude, when I was reading it, I was like, this guy looks like Abraham Lincoln. And then, like, you turn the page and, like, it has his origin story. And it's like, he's Abraham Lincoln. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my <Buster>. gosh. <laughs> okay, I, I got to tell you guys about this. So. On Twitter, I follow the Invincible Twitter account, which is phenomenal, by the way. One of my favorite accounts to follow on Twitter. Oh, nice. But he fucking, because <laughs> they always just joke and like, and like about the series and stuff, you know? Yeah, they do actual memes. <laughs> yeah, they actually, they make like real memes. Yeah. And that's hilarious. <laughs> they, they fucking tweeted out um like four days and episode seven ago, like, like, you know, how uh, like Abe Lincoln says like four score and like something years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and they just put this, this like, they just put this picture. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Wow. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, no, but you guys are fucking funny. You know, <laughs> dude. So like uh, right here, like on, um, it's funny. So here, here, I have it on my phone on March 25th. The Invincible subreddit have had 5,000 members, right? And then last now, time you said it reached like 25,000 or something? Yeah, now it's 33 after this last episode. So, yeah. like, it's great that Invincible has been renewed for two more seasons, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. recent episode was amazing, man. I rewatched it. It was it was nonstop from beginning to end. I yeah, think I so, watched it. I watched it 
twice like I, I watched it once and then i ran it back but like i wasn't paying attention like full on both times but it was on <laughs> yeah i i immediately restarted it after i watched it once <laughs> yeah that's great and yeah so we get uh the immortal fighting um omni-man while mark takes on the cthulhu marks takes care of the cthulhu and he sees his dad kill uh immortal right in front of him yeah which is televised everyone the whole world is watching is omni-man punches his way through immortal and then tears yeah. him in half and then he says the iconic line we need to talk <laughs> that's actually like a an iconic we that, that's we, an iconic moment i can in the comic. pull up the comic book right now and you see his hand all bloody reaching out to mark like we need to talk because he just killed the immortal in front of mark right <laughs> big Jeez. big moment i've been waiting but okay so <laughs> i don't know if if this will be like a spoiler or if i should just wait but with immortal could they just get two halves men two or like both halves of him and just sew him back together and then he'll come back to life i don't know guess we gotta oh uh, it's a wait and see thing huh <laughs> wait and see thing okay everything you okay fine Robert thinks everything through that's what i love about him he just as you guys notice in the show the show's pretty solid right everything weaves together like i feel like a lot of other things don't like it doesn't feel like they're making it up as they go along you know Right, right. It feels like every action has a certain reaction, you know, it's not inconsequential. Yeah. Further down the line, it's going to be explained, you know, or something. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Like with Titan, like the fact that Titan is just chilling right now. That's we're going to come back to Titan. And yeah, he's the new crime boss for now. You know, Right. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you guys want to review this episode or do you guys just want to wait till? Oh, well, yeah, let's let's just review this episode out of five, uh, five, out of five. Of course, it's a five out of five. <laughs> out of five Hail Marys. Out of, out of five, five Hail Marys. Marys. Five Cthulhu's out of five Cthulhu's, dude. <laughs> give it five Cthulhu's out of five Yeah, I, this yeah. episode this yeah. episode is five Hail Marys for me. It's such an exciting episode. It's dope. Sick. Yeah, I got to say, yeah, it's a five out of five. Man, I love just, the dialogue. Oh, yeah. The, the whole scene between Omni-Man and Cecil where he's that, teleporting. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> straight Top up man. straight up <laughs> the balls on cecil <laughs> the balls on cecil man just take it on omni man just the teleporter yeah it was so dope stressful. you got to see omni man just try to waste him in different ways from clapping to throwing rocks omni man is a is a monster man Dude, he went through it this episode he just did it it's crazy nothing can stop him so it's <laughs> like the only thing that can is apparently mark and i'm just i can't wait to see where the next episode goes Oh, that well. Okay, one thing I also really love about this episode because I I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> I brought it up. I think maybe a couple minisodes ago, but I love the the title card drops. I didn't like the title card drops at first, but oh, this one was so <laughs> intense. Where, this where one was is, so intense. Where's Mark, Debbie? Where's where? <laughs> it, it, it wasn't even like the classic like invincible theme which is also really cool i do love um mm -hmm. who, who does the score i think his name is like john pesano or something mm. uh he does a score for like daredevil um oh, i think dope. he did it for spider-man uh miles morales a ps4 game oh shit um but yeah no like usually they do like the little theme song but like this time it was just like where's mark debbie where's dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was <laughs> dark blood yeah. splatter the blood it gets the title card just keeps getting bloodier yeah bloodier each episode it's so funny that's it's, uh, ooh, man uh 
Yeah, man, I'm really excited for we got about three hours for the season finale. So oh, I know. I I hope they actually drop it today too, because like I think they've just been dropping them on Thursdays because like Falcon Winter Soldier was like yeah. Friday at midnight type shit. Well, um, but, so I um, looked it up and it's a uh, it's midnight like world world time midnight at um 5 p.m. for us Pacific time here in California. Yeah, so hey. we get kind of lucky in that regard where we're like, <laughs> yeah, straight up. We get a decent, I think, uh, yeah, decent East time Coasters, to watch. They get it at eight, you know, for yeah. that. So yeah. it's really, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, fuck waiting till eight. I want it earlier. I want it right now. But Right? Like, oh, <laughs> so ready. I'm about to go get some Raisin Canes. Get myself oh, ready. Yes. Easy. Easy. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, is that the show, fellas? That's the show. That, that's, awesome. So, that's the pod. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter at the Cast of Color. Remember to follow Joe's long form podcast, Age Narrative, Instagram, Twitter, Type. anywhere you can find podcasts. Remember to wear a mask, wash your hands, and vaccinate if you can. Come on now. I know <laughs> what it is. Yeah, all right, everybody. Join us next week. We'll probably do an invincible finale either for a mini soda for the main episode. Yes. But we'll find out. <laughs> probably know uh very fast oh so, yeah see y'all later peace, peace.